good, but way smarter than me. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have to title, do that right? one in <laughs> small increments. That's exactly what I did, yeah. <laughs> Bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Today, we're actually discussing reading your Bible for 30 days. It's part of the Read, Pray, Listen Challenge. And the Bridge Podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant. You know, Boardwalk Plaza Hotel is, is a local favorite. And when you ask who's open, the answer is Victoria's. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day, year round. I've been there. It's great. Um, we're joined by Denise Harper. She's on the morning show. Hello. And her co-host, Bill Salmon. Hello. And then Mark Dickey is here, afternoon shows typically. That's me. Yeah, and I'm Andrew Jackson, the director of marketing for The Bridge. We're also joined by a special guest, Pastor Bert Miller of Solid Ground Church in Lewis. And Bert, you're from Lewis. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Hey. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's nice having a, a different face in here today. It, it Finally. Is. Yeah. <laughs> tired of looking at you guys. <laughs> so one thing, um, and Bert, I don't know if you're familiar with it, and some of our listeners may not be, but each year we try to do a challenge for the radio listener okay. that we want them to read their Bible, pray each day, and listen to uplifting Christian music for 30 days. And we think that helps impact their life for the better. And, of course, you know, we're always recommending that they listen to the radio station, The Bridge. Now, when it comes to reading, reading your Bible for 30 days, when I first think of that, I think, oh, my goodness, there is no way that I can dig in for 30 days. But it can be easy, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some recommendations you might have for reading your Bible or sticking with it or, you know, just getting, I guess, the motivation up to... To crack your Bible open. Yeah, well, I, th- I think with any sort of lasting spiritual growth or spiritual discipline, it starts with the the heart going into it. So if you're sort of doing it for the sake of doing it, you're probably not going to stick with it, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I liken it to this. You know, like my wife and I, after we had kids, we instituted a date night, right? Where the, the, okay, we're going to make the time and priority to go spend time with each other, enjoy each other, know each other more, whatever. Um, and, and we do that out of a place of love for each other, right? Okay. And so I think sometimes, like, if we were to look at date night and go, well, we're going to have a date night because because married people have date nights. That kind of, like, misses the point, right? Mm-hmm. And in the same way, how many of us, like, when it comes to reading the Bible, we set up this practice because, well, that's what Christians do. And, and if it's just sort of, it's well, that's what you do, then, then you're not going to sort of develop the right heart going into it and experience it the right way that you could, right? Because you're, you, you have in front of you and sort of realize you have in front of you this this book that is literally like the words of God that will tell you everything about you where God can shine a light on your heart and you can experience and know him better through doing it. So I said go into it with this attitude of love, like, wow, I get to know the Lord better in doing this. And I think mm-hmm. that changes the entire perspective instead of it being a to-do list item. It's it's something that, that you get to experience and love experiencing. Get to do, not have to do. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Bill, have you ever read through the entire Bible yet? Um, probably, but not, not, <laughs> right. not like liberally and say, Hey, I'm going to read through the whole Bible, mm-hmm. but I've done a lot of Bible studies and read a lot mm-hmm. of plans, you know, and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah. Probably haven't read the, all the begats I skip over <laughs> right. a lot. And so I skipped certain parts, sure. the sure. Leviticus stuff and some things like that. But yeah, so, but you know what I think, uh, and I'd like to hear Bert's opinion on this, the difference between because I, I love what you just said that, that we get to do it don't have to do it sure. mm-hmm. and it's like a lifestyle thing it's like dieting it's like you mm-hmm. you know you're making yourself diet you're not going to stick with it but if it's a lifestyle yeah. style thing you, you do but 
so what about the difference between um, sitting down to read mm-hmm. every day versus sitting down to study mm-hmm. every day? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think the the two have to be mutually exclusive, but I, I think you know the the danger of only doing study, and, there, and there's a place for that because you you want to know like the, the more you study, the better you understand it, I think. But there's the danger of, of making it only about study is you sort of fall into the trap of a Pharisee, right? Where they had studied, but they sort of, they, they missed Christ in front of them. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, when I sit down for, for my own time, right? Cause in my line of work, I have to study the Bible. Okay. Right, yeah. Okay. But when I, when I go to read it for me, I, I, I'll just, I'll even say like, Lord, okay, for the next, however long I'm here, the rest of the world doesn't exist. It's just you and it's just me. And I'm asking wow. you, please speak to my heart. Please speak right. to me in this. Um, and he's really faithful to do it. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've read a book, you know, however many times, and there's something new every time I pick it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a great thing about the Holy Spirit, right? Because Jesus says, like, you know, the Holy Spirit will uh, remind you of the things that I've said. And, like, and that's what he does. Like, he highlights these things. And it's really, really powerful, mm-hmm. I think. I th- I, the reason I asked that is I found when I kind of, differentiated um, between the two, between reading and mm. studying, it took this uh, like uh, guilt trip off of me or mm. just, like this burden off of me oh, yeah. that I didn't, I, that I could actually just sit there and read and enjoy mm. and kind of, you know, meditate on it a little bit. I wasn't like analyzing every word because I would I would get hung up and then I, my mind would wander and then I'd shut it and go off and do something <laughs> else. So right. it kind of took the pressure off when I was just reading it Yeah, to read it. That's how I got through the Bible the first time, like, doing a plan read your bible in so many days right. was the message version and it was and yeah. i did it as a reading as a pleasure yeah. reading not like you have to understand no. every single no. thing and yep. and check the references as you go and all right. that stuff it just but i just wanted read. to feel like Spend hey i, I want to hear the story yeah. i want to hear the whole story oh, right let me just enjoy it you know did, so so when you use the message it, it was uh, more understandable i assume it really for me it really was get through it it really um, was yeah and, you did the um, one year thing right i did it in 90 days whoa yeah, this, this was crazy. Don't well, maybe, but whatever. Speed reading. It was nuts, <laughs> and um, we had How just welcomed my son. He was a, still a baby, yeah. and so um, I would actually we use like a carrier, you know, baby carrier. So I would wrap this sling around my back, and I'd carry the baby while he was crying, and I would open up my YouVersion Bible app, and yeah. I'd flip open the ninety day plan, and I'd say, okay. Here we go. And I would just do paces around the house with wow. the baby on my back. Listening to the Bible no, or reading? reading it through. Reading. Wow. reading it through. And it was it there were some days where I fell behind, of course, and you had to yeah. do two or three days worth of reading. Good for you. But the days. you know, the message version, like I say, it came across as a story. Yeah. Um I could re- I could understand and yeah. see, you know, the old temple. I could see when they were moving through the desert. I could see, you know, all of these yeah. experiences. It was it was a lot different. So wasn't wasn't the message originally designed as like a uh, like a side Bible, if you will? I'm not, mm. I can't think of the word like where paraphrase. parallel. Yeah, oh, like okay. like if you're having a hard yeah. time understanding yeah. regular, you know, your NIV, your New King James, right. you read that same verse in the message uh, just to help you get a little bit better of a perspective. I think that's how a lot huh. of people use mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember when the one year Bible first came out. Right. Oh yeah. That might date myself a little bit, but I liked it because it was, it was a, 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 a real paper papyrus. papyrus <laughs> stone. I knew, I knew you were gonna go there, Bill. And the publisher descended from the mountain with the one year Bible. Well what I liked about it was because it gave me a organized plan to read through the whole Bible. But I when I what I found at the end of it all was that I just really appreciated being able to take my time 
and hear God's heart as I, you know, as I was going, I could spend some time and not feel like oh, I have I have to read this many chapters today and stay on task. Uh, and it, it really, once I started going back through it again, uh, the time in meditation, just just finding sometimes it was just one verse in a day yeah. was just a very special word that I felt like God was saying directly to me. Yeah. And I, I love that about his word that it's it's actually alive and you can reread a scripture and you're in another place in your life and you hear a new message uh-huh. from him. Yeah. It's just a beautiful thing. I, I think about relationships that we have and you don't sit down over a cup of coffee and ask the person to tell you everything they've ever done and yeah. all their plans for the future and everything they've got planned for today. No, you, you find out where they are today yeah. and you spend a little time right there. So, uh, Pastor Bird, if I can ask you a question. Sure. For somebody that's listening that doesn't read the Bible, doesn't yeah. know the Bible, how would you get started? Would yeah. you, what book would you recommend we start yeah. with? Good okay, question. so <laughs> I, remember, I remember the first time I ever read uh, the Bible for myself, and I remember sitting down. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this like cover to cover. This is it. I'm gonna start in Genesis. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna read it, and like, and I, I think I, I quit at like Numbers or Leviticus, like, one of those places <laughs> yeah. where I was like, okay, I'm out. Right, sure. Um, right. That's normal. Yeah. yeah. So what what I recommend doing start start at the Gospel, start at Matthew, okay? Because the the Bible ultimately is about Jesus, right? I mean, like Hebrews talks about this that the Old Testament is all a foreshadowing of Christ. Yes. So what I recommend doing is starting at Matthew, go and then from there go forward to the rest of the New Testament and through the rest of the New Testament. And then use that as the lens to go back and read the old, because then you're going to see Christ there. Yes, um, and it's going to make a lot more sense. Yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely. It's so cool to look at when you say it like that. You know, I read the first time that I read John. You know, the pastor told me read this. This will help you to understand what your place in this game. (laughs) And then, and then, and then, as time went on, and I studied more of the Bible, and um, had pastors point out where Christ is in each, you know, separate major incident throughout the Bible where he shows up, it's just, it's mind-blowing. Right, You get to yeah. see that perspective. Yeah, yep, very cool. Somebody told me a long time ago that, um, you, you know, the the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are are kind of the same story. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of them have parts of Jesus' story that aren't there. Um, but when you look at how they were written um, and who they were written by, um, Matthew was a tax collector, and so... He has these special details in his writing, whereas Luke was a doctor, right. and so he was very scientific and detailed yeah. about those types of things, and John was more or less an ordinary guy. Uh-huh. And so I always found that the book of John was like the most straightforward, <laughs> I've never heard of the gospel before, and so whenever I'm feeling like just burnt out and, and my faith needs to kind of reset, yeah. I always go straight to the book of John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's interesting because John is a very, very personal gospel. I mean, John is was well, essentially Jesus' best friend on the planet, right? And so you find all these little details about, um, like like the last ever, for instance, you find John talking about like how he was leaning against Jesus at, at the table there, right? Um, and Mark, it's interesting, Mark is um, historically believed to be a disciple of Peter. So you find, like a lot of people think that Mark is Peter recounting the story to Mark, so you find all these sort of Peter-centric details in it that are really, really neat to, to spot. Um, but the, I mean, yeah, each one has this, this different perspective that it shines a different light on these events, and I think it's so cool to sort of see, you know, here are these different guys in different places telling the same story. 
because it had such an impact to all these different people. So whether that be them personally, here's my experience, or whether that be somebody like Luke interviewing different eyewitnesses and, and, and recounting, you know, the events of the life, life of Christ, like these little details paint us a, a perspective of this, you know, incredible thing that God has done. Mm-hmm. When do you each find time to read the Bible? Or when would you recommend someone who wanted to do a 30-day plan? You know, is this a as soon as I rise thing? Is this an after coffee thing? It might be an after coffee thing with me. <laughs> is this a, a lunchtime break? Do I wait until right before bed? What 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 for each of you has been a good reading time? Okay, so for me, I'm not a morning person like, right. at, at all. Um, I find, like, I want to read the Bible when I'm at my best. Okay. Um, so huh. usually that's afternoon, right after I've had lunch. I'm like, I know not, not everybody's schedule works out that way. So some people do it during their lunch break or whatever. But I don't, rec- unless you absolutely have no other time, I don't recommend doing it at a time of day when you're not wired for it. Um, so w- what I try to do is, okay, like, you know, after lunch, I'm, I've had my however many cups of coffee and, and I've eaten and I'm ready to now just reflect um, rather than if, if it's, you know, 6 a.m. or whatever, I'm probably going to pass out while I'm doing it. Sure. Just get into the begats and start to yeah. drift away, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with mornings. Uh, I'm a morning person. Cool. So first thing, and then uh, because I, it's like exercising or anything else, if I don't set aside and do it right away, it doesn't, I get doing something else. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I typically do it whenever I find the time right. to do it. But it is not first thing in the morning because I am not a morning person. Mm-hmm. I I totally wholeheartedly uh, hear Bert's heart on that <laughs> because I have to be really awake and alert. Um, you know, when we get done with our morning show, a lot of times I'll make a few minutes before because I kind of take a little bit of a break mm-hmm. when we get done in the studio. And that's a really good time for me to just spend a few minutes reading parts of the Bible, whatever it is that I'm studying at the time. Absolutely. I've got to set aside some some afternoon or evening devotion time. I don't know. I just get into my routine, Bill. Like you said, it's if I was deliberate enough to do it ahead of all my running around, I would probably prefer that, Mm -hmm. but I wind up getting into my day and just it runs out and then I say, oh, you know what? I need some time. And that's when I take Mm -hmm. a break. So it usually winds up in the afternoons. Mm. I love, uh, I think starting the day with it, with it is good. However, I'm not a morning person. Um, But someone told me a long time ago that whenever she can't sleep, she, she thinks that, and this isn't really biblically based, but that like, if I can't sleep, maybe God's trying to tell me something. Mm. Um, And so she'll go to prayer or, or start reading her Bible. And so um, when I can't sleep, I immediately want to pull up some form of social media or just get online and watch videos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But a lot of, I I have this terrible guilt that it's like, what am I missing that God has for me in this moment? What can I learn right now? And, And Reading also helps yeah. you fall asleep. A lot of people don't like to read. What do you think, Pastor Bert, about uh, listening to the Bible? They're, you know, with the apps now and stuff, it's yeah. easy. Go for it. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's the Word of God. Like, you know, yeah. I, I like to, um, you know, Friday is my day off. I'll go to the beach and I'll sort of spend, like, that's an environment scene where I reflect, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you how many times, like, I'll put in uh, the Bible app and I'll, you know, put in my headphones and just listen to a recording. And there's something powerful about that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. So one of the best things that we can do, obviously, for our spiritual walk is to read the Bible every day. And one of the things that we do at The Bridge is challenge our listeners and challenge our staff and our friends and family to read the Bible for 30 days. Set aside 30 days to devote time to reading a portion of Scripture. And um, with all this discussion about 
how to approach it, what what version to check out, things like that. What are what are some takeaways for you that you're going to put into practice when you pick up that 30-day uh, challenge, Denise? Well, part of the, having a 30-day challenge is getting in the habit of it, making sure that it's a part of my day every day. I wouldn't I wouldn't even think about going through a day without a cup of coffee. I got to be honest with you. That's just part of my regimen for the day. And so I want to make sure that spending some time in the Word of God is part of my daily habit. And so um, hopefully that by the end of a 30-day period, you know, you feel like, oh, yeah, you know what? I have learned, I've I've learned so much about God. And not just that, I've learned so much about myself and about how to love others differently. I see others through a different lens when I start seeing them through his eyes, you know, and so uh, hopefully that's something that's going to be a sticking point through the mm-hmm. whole year. Yeah, I like what Pastor Burr said. Uh, that's, that would be my takeaway, and that is we get to do this. <laughs> it's not like you have yeah. to do it. Yeah. And I would say lift the guilt and don't go into this like you've got uh, a study for an exam. Mm. If you only have a couple of minutes, great. You got two minutes? Read the Bible for yeah. two minutes. Maybe find one scripture. I love Proverbs. That's one of my one of my one of my favorites uh, because I can take one verse in Proverbs and just uh, think about it all day long. I can apply it to stuff that happens to me all day long. So if I just have a couple of minutes, great. Open up Proverbs, read one of them, and think about it all day, and yeah. just take the guilt off of yourself. Good point. I think yeah. I'm going to try and move my reading time to the beginning of the day. Make it like Denise recommended and Bill. You mm-hmm. seem to have that as a good habit already. I think I'm going to try and pick that up for 30 days and, and see if I can't reschedule my mornings. I'm happy to call you at four. When I, you know. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I should define when morning begins. <laughs> um, I, I love what you said, Bert, about the fact that we we should pick a time to read when we know we're alert. Mm-hmm. I'm way more alert at night than I am in the morning, but my wife loves to read her Bible first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because I'll always wake up and I'll come into the kitchen and start telling her everything that I want to talk about. And she's just like, no, like, Mark, I can't, I can't go. <laughs> so I, I love cool. that. We have to respect the other people in our household, yeah. what their schedules are in their study time too. Oh, me? Yeah. So you know, I think for me, I would hope that at the end of 30 days, I'm recognizing how it affects me and, and changes and molds me. Like, the, you know, with, with, with the word, I mean, I'm being fed by that, you know? And so I, I, I like sort of coming to this place of recognizing, man, I, I can't live the life that I want to live and hopefully the life that God has for me apart from being in his presence and being washed and renewed by his word. So just sort of to see that and soak that in it and, and, and have that hunger that, that goes forward. I mean, I, I hope that that's what continues with me. Excellent. Well, Bert, thank you so much for joining us. Again, uh, Pastor Bert Miller has been our guest. He is with Solid Ground Church in Lewis, Delaware. And uh, you can visit the show notes for this podcast to get a link to his website and check out the church and their, their service times. Be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. Uh, we'd be happy to help them start their 30-day challenge as well. 